Welcome to Paid in Puke, a podcast where three women with names discuss movies about something other than a man. Paid in Puke is hosted by Annie Malone, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. That's disgusting. From the time they first read The Joy of Sex. Amelia and Laura have been through everything together. Hi. Hi. I ordered for you. Don't even smile at him. Give some hope. Through good boyfriends. Hi. It's me. Are you guys there? Bad boyfriends. I've seen you around. Where you been? I haven't rented lately. Rented lately? Are you crazy? I had sex with you. And no boyfriends. Oh, my God. But something's happening that could change their lives forever. We're engaged. Yeah. We're gonna get married. <laughs> These two best friends are gonna walk the walk and talk the talk in the critically acclaimed hit from the Sundance Film Festival. Walking and talking. This is from the magical year, 1996. It is. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. I forgot we had so many 1996 things. Wow. It was a great year. What a magic year. <laughs> I know. Yes. So welcome to Season 8, Episode 2 of Paid and Puke. Today, we are sitting and talking <laughs> about writer-director Nicole Holofcener's oh 1996 debut, Walking and Talking, starring Catherine Keener, Anne Heche, and a teeny bit Allison Janney. <laughs> teeny bit, yeah. I just want to say it's definitely H, like rhymes with H. Oh, and H. H, okay. right, it yeah. Yes. I, I was a that. H super fan in the day, yes. Oh, my for gosh. sure. I've H. always been saying H. She, well, you know, it's relatable for me because I had a last name that people said wrong. But well, it's I definitely really H. I like that, too, because that's how British people say it, the letter H. Oh. <laughs> so that's very cute. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. And I feel like I'm just going to leave all that in because oh. I'm sure a lot of people don't know that. Okay. So I think that's probably a hot, hot tip. Hot tip. Right hot now. tip from a former H head. I mean, still, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really liked her. Yeah. Please examine exhibit 9 million. Tell us what you see. It's a broken shard of a DVD of the hit Nicole Holof Center movie, Enough Set. I'm, uh, who am I? I almost said. I'm Allison Janney. Oscar winner, Allison Janney. I guess it's been a minute since we did this. I was just going to say, we haven't done this in kind of a while. A lot happened. I think I was in my 40s the last time we podcasted. Holy shit. I think so. Oh gosh, when did we really? finish Impeachment? I feel like that was forever ago. Yeah. It was. Oh, we did the Oscar thing, but and that was mm-hmm. before my birthday as well. So I, I don't know. So my name is <laughs> Jessica Baxter. Nailed it. <laughs> My name's Annie Malone or Amy Green, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Matt tells people she has two names. <laughs> and who are you? I, I'm Christina Barr. <laughs> All right. Just Great Christina job, Barr. everybody. We did it. Walking and Talking tells the story of two best friends who are like, what, early 30s? No, like, I don't think. I think they're 20s? still 20s. Yeah. Oh, Catherine Keener was 
in her 30s. I think that's supposed to be like new adults age. New, yeah. Oh, really? I think so. That's young. Yeah. Okay, well, they are best friends, Amelia and Laura. And their friendship is tested when Laura, played by Anne H., becomes engaged to her live-in boyfriend, whose name is Frank. This movie features a lot of up-and-comers yeah. in the indie film world. Mm-hmm. It was a critical darling. Yeah. Did not make a ton of money, but I don't know. I haven't checked the Roddy T score, but <laughs> I think at the time it was known for being across the board. I had yeah. fun so. reading some of the Letterboxd reviews. They have a lot of comparison to Francis Ha. Oh, yeah. Said that Noah Baumbach references this movie and some other movie of his. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. yeah, Kicking and Screaming is pretty oh. similar. Ah, Kicking yeah. and Screaming. I never saw yeah. that. And that was like uh, around the same time. And I feel like it's yeah. practically the same same title yes then Paul Love Center Nicole Hall Love Center did lovely and amazing <laughs> I love that movie I haven't seen it in forever and then Todd Field this is the only movie I've seen him as an actor yeah he kind of oh I don't I didn't know who he was and he's a director I really like little children and he directed like in that. the bedroom which I didn't like as much what's in the bedroom it's like Tom Wilkinson Marissa Tomei is like a single mother and she's dating a young man who's like 21 and like her abusive ex-husband like Ooh. murders him. Tom Wilkinson is the dad. I think I saw this Sissy movie. Sissy Spacek is the did. mom. It was like yeah. a big Oscar movie. It was, and then he's got that Venice Film Festival Kate Blanchett tar. <laughs> oh yeah, I keep hearing about Did I say that? I, I guess. <laughs> Conductor, oh. orchestra conductor, like the first German female orchestra conductor. Right? Oh, so interesting. Kate kisses ladies in the movie, so that's all Ooh. about it. That's the only reason I know about it, because it's big <laughs> on the sapphic Kate Blanchett Twitter first. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'll definitely watch it. I will watch anything with Kate Blanchett doing her thing. but Except Blue Jasmine. Right? Except Blue Jasmine, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's correct. I think this movie does have a Woody Allen connection, actually, because I think that the editor... Oh, I saw Charles like, Joffe's yeah. name, for sure, yeah. And this is the only non-Woody Allen movie. Yeah, that's that's funny. I, saw, I noticed his name <laughs> in the credits. So I was like, oh. So that's interesting. So there you go, <laughs> right. Oh, Holosif- Holo- oh my gosh, Holofsener. Nicole Holofsener. Also directed a bunch of TV, Sex and the City, oh, yeah. Enlightened. Yeah. And she wrote... Can you ever forgive me? Oh, okay. Movie, yeah. Movie. Yeah, that's really good. And I really loved Enough Said. Yeah. That movie she that did. Good. Yeah. I watched it again pretty recently, and it was very relatable for me. <laughs> A lot mm, of it. Yeah. I really liked that movie. I'll pause it so you don't miss anything. Oh, that's okay, Dad. I've already seen the delightful comedic independent film Enough Said about the difficulties of life after divorce <laughs> many times. <laughs> you always make us watch it when it's your pick on movie night, so no need to. Okay, and you did pause it, so that's perfect. Thank you. And I remember liking Friends with Money, although I don't remember much about mm. it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I really like Lovely and Amazing. That's my favorite one of hers, I think. But I haven't seen it in forever, so I don't even know if it holds up for... I don't know if I, <laughs> I'd like it as much or what, but... Well, it seems like the odds are good it would hold up, because this held up pretty Yeah, I thought lot. this held up... Yeah, I feel like I remember this was on cable, like, all the time for a while. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely watched this movie a lot of times back in the day. Like, what cable network? I mean, I don't know, probably just HBO or something. I just remember it was on TV a lot. Like, I remember watching it a lot and not, like, because I rented it or something. Yeah. But I hadn't seen it since then, since it was on all the time. I hadn't watched it since, I don't think. And I really liked it. Is it Leah? So 90s. Leah. 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 Schreiber. He's so cute in this movie. <laughs> and his 
little leather pants, black oh sayings. That was so funny, hot. yeah. Yeah. It's really funny that she kept referring to them as black pants. Black pants. <laughs> right. Know, like you left out a like, little detail. <laughs> I was cracking up when it flashed to like the black leather yeah. pants. <laughs> that right. was really funny. One thing did not make any sense though where she was like, that's why he broke up with her because she bought him those black pants and he freaked out. It didn't work out because I bought him this pair of black pants. <laughs> what does that mean? We were seeing each other for like a month and it was Christmas time and he didn't have any money as usual and uh, he saw this pair of pants that he really wanted that he somehow thought would improve his life. I don't know. <laughs> so what happened? So he was hinting and hinting and so I finally went out and bought him these pants. And I, I hid them in a box under my bed. And <laughs> I was really nervous because, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know if he was going to get me anything. And I didn't know if our, our relationship was in the present giving stage or not. No. But I, I figured, fuck it, you know, it's nice to be giving. It's nice to give him something. So I will. But um, we never made it to Christmas because a week after I bought him these pants, he started acting all panicky and distant and then he said that he thought we should cool it i feel like that's what she thought but then she hadn't even given them yeah, to him yet it was yet. like she it thought was he like found christmas them. oh i, I think that. that's what she was getting at hmm. i didn't think she ever knew about them. yeah i thought he but... didn't know about them i thought she thought he found them and that's why when she was like i still have the black pants he's like what are you talking about oh, okay that makes a little more sense i still have the black pants what black pants the black pants, the black pants I bought you that made you panic and break up with me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I asked for these. They don't fit. I'm getting fat. <laughs> when did you buy these? If they fit back then, they should fit now. Good luck. Very, very much or no? I think so. Oh, okay. Or another interpretation, I guess, would be I bought those pants, and that was kind of what, like, doomed the relationship. <laughs> I like the Billy Bragg soundtrack a lot. I love that, yeah. It's a great tune that it opens with. Yeah. What is that sound? Where is it coming from? All around. What are you running from? Something you don't understand Something you cannot command That's how I know That she's got a new spell Yeah, that's how I know That she's got a new spell Billy Bragg, and that's like where I first heard him was in this movie. Yeah, I love the Liz Fair song. Oh, that's yeah. That Maria part was Stork. so I, funny. I love that. <laughs> was that like, was one of my favorite <laughs> albums in high school, like yeah. Exile and Guyville, and like I just played that out so much. Oh, it's so 
nostalgic watching this. Like, <laughs> that particular time in the 90s. And it's so the 90s, and, yeah. like, the video store. I miss that That's, so much. Logan came up for a little bit of it, and we were like... Yeah, this is how people used to watch movies. Like, you had to go to a store and rent a video and take it home and watch it. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and that's how people ended up, like, that's how I ended up watching a bunch of movies I hated, too. Mm-hmm. It was years before I realized I could just stop watching something. <laughs> because I was just so conditioned to be like, well, I already paid for it and brought it home, mm-hmm. and now I'll have to rewind it anyway. You have to rewind it. Oh, my God. <laughs> charged. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Also, I do have a question about. I guess like, we can go into hot props. Yeah, let's do hot props. Uh, Shut up. Hot props is on. Oh, shit, yeah. I have a question about the way the thing works at that video store. Okay. Where she just gives her phone number and he goes, okay, gotcha, bye. Here, I'll rent this. It's a great choice. Let's see here. 555 Good memory. Yeah. That's how it was at Broadway Video, where I used to rent movies all you the time. You pay any money? Oh, you shouldn't have to pay. Oh, I thought you meant that they just. Oh, I. No. <laughs> they just. They could just. I thought you meant like she didn't have a card. Yeah, probably. Like, or something. That's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe that was like more of a New York thing because I didn't have that until I went to Scarecrow Video. It was the first time I'd experienced that. Of we have a credit card on file. And for them, it was because people were always stealing their, yeah. like, rare stuff. Oh. So they would actually charge you. You'd check something out, and they'd be like, okay, you're going to see, like, a $200 charge on your credit card, but then we'll take it off when you return the movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for some stuff, it was a rare thing that was out of print, and they only had the one copy. <laughs> they had a bunch of stuff like that, and that was the shit to rent it. <laughs> that place is so impressive. I've only been there... Like maybe one or two times, but like the sections are just very highly specific. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That was always the challenge of like, can you find the thing you need without right? That's like a person. what I don't love about Scarecrow is yeah. like, okay, where is it? Like, is it on the director or the? They do have like a machine now, or at least the last time yeah. they did. I mean, I will ask. I'm not gonna try and figure it out. I used to not ask because when you'd ask, they'd be, like, so judgy. All right, well, <laughs> then they shouldn't have some weird system. I don't yeah, know. I mean, they probably weren't like that anymore. It's, this was a long time ago, but that right. was definitely early 90s. No, I bet you they still, yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess it was late 90s, but, you know, <laughs> that was the vibe. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that was one. As it seems like no money changed hands, but maybe that was <laughs> fine and just implied by if you live in New York, you understand that system. My biggest hot problem is Laura, like, really sucks. <laughs> She's definitely yeah. like that friend that you've had since childhood that you maybe would not be friends with if you met her now. Yeah, it's definitely like that their lifelong friends mm-hmm. adds up. But I don't know where that leaves Frank because she is such an asshole to him. Mm-hmm. Like every time they interact, yeah. she's like criticizing him or it's like, here's what you did wrong. Here's stuff I don't like about you. And like the very first time you see her where she's a therapist for some guy <laughs> and he says, I feel like my wife doesn't like me. Why do you think she's always hurting your feelings? I don't know. I don't think she likes me. She's your wife. Let's assume she likes you. And that's why I was watching it with Matt. You know, yeah. we were both like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let us stop you right there. That's not a safe assumption that married people like each other. But a lot of husbands and wives don't like each other. That's true. So, I mean, I thought she was yeah. like a bad therapist and then also kind of an asshole, like a lot. Yeah. You know? 
Definitely. Yeah. I wrote down, Laura and Frank don't make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, they're divorced in three years, probably. I mean, I hope so, for Frank's sake. Like, we were yeah. like, ah, Frank, he almost got away, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He almost got out. <laughs> don't do it, Frank. I thought she was, like, intentionally trying to, like, torpedo the relationship. I forgot that they ended up getting back together. I was like, what? She definitely had that vibe of, like, I don't really want to be doing this. Like, I bet she cheats on him, for real. <laughs> yeah. I have a crush on one of my patients. What? What do you mean? I mean, this is not funny. I mean, like, a crush. Like, I want to fuck one of them. There were some lines that she said to him that I was just like, Ugh. You always want to be liked so much. Or you always... Mm-hmm. Why do you have to be so chummy with the waitress? Right! The That's hell? when we yeah. both were, like, out as far as Laura. When she said that. We yeah. both lived like that. <laughs> yeah. How are we doing? Good. Um, Ellen, I'm going to have the uh, Caesar salad. And Laura, what are you going to... I'll just have a slice of lemon for my soda, thanks. Sure. Why do you have to do that all the time? It's like you're... It's like you're somebody out of a TV show or something. What? Be so chummy with waitress? Oh no, it's gross. I, I wasn't so chummy with the waitress. I called her by her name. I call you by your name. Do you think that's gross? It's not the same thing. You want everybody to like you. What, you mean treating the wait staff like they're a person? It's also, it's just like, why do you have a personality? I don't like it, you know? Yeah. It's exhausting to live like that with someone who has to nitpick at you with everything you do. And that's also like, then ironic that she's like, oh, assume your wife likes you. It's like, can we assume that you like Frank? Because it doesn't seem like you do. Like, yeah. You know? It's not good to assume. I feel like a therapist wouldn't ever say, let's assume anything either. Right. Yeah. She had new therapist vibes. Yeah. Well, right. so I was just, reading, just doing the hours. Or when something. I was doing my research today, there was an implication, and I don't know if it was in the text somewhere and I just missed it, but that she's training or she. This oh, yeah. She definitely like, says that. Yeah. Okay. To, just out of school. Like, she is yeah. a licensed therapist yet. I'm actually a therapist. I'm Well, I'm actually studying to be a therapist. I'm almost finished school. She's not doing great. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not, not doing not great. Not what I would call it a gifted personality for that job. Yeah. She also is always saying, like, Frank has no friends. And I'm like, he should get some friends. Right. He has like one guy at the wedding. <sighs> Have you seen Frank? Is he alone? No, he had some um, very weird guy with him. Oh, Rick. <laughs> Good. 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 She's like, did you see that guy with Frank and that's his weird friend or whatever? Like, right. Was it the guy he was crashing with? Like, what was the deal with oh, yeah, his maybe. marker on his belly weird. or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, that was a funny little detail. <laughs> like, I remember being like, what? And then just kind of forgetting about it. Right. Yeah, maybe that, let me see who that was. He has, he has one friend. Uh, Rick called. Rick said you never call him back. Yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't really like hanging out with that guy anymore. I mean, he still has bong hits in the back. Yeah, honey, don't you think you should at least try to keep up your friendships? I mean, you know, you might just get sick of me one day and you're gonna have no friends left. That will never happen. I didn't think that the uh, tummy rub that Kevin Corrigan gets... (laughs) (laughs) ...looks very nice. How's that? Good. Better. Thanks. He was like rubbing on her belt. I'm like, I don't see how right. this is supposed to help. Yeah, I found that really awkward. <laughs> it really was. But it seemed like, was she supposed to be into it? I guess yeah. her stomach hurt and just trying to be soothing or mm-hmm. something. Right. I don't know. But I was just like, oh, I don't think I would be into that. <laughs> oh, the hot prob 
I found. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I discovered one. I don't know. I only have one hot frog. I don't know what I'm talking about. I didn't find anything. I, just, I simply watched a movie. <laughs> Find the hot frogs. <laughs> We're gonna get them all. Find no, I have one more. more. No, but I thought that Allison Janney is like looking at a dead cat, and she's like, "Call nine one one." Fell out of the window. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Somebody call nine one one. That's you. What happened? He fell. It's a dead. Right. I could see someone mm-hmm. doing that. I mean, there are people who have dumb ideas. I do feel like a lot of the characters in this movie are so believable as people, even with the little amount of time they have. Like mm-hmm. the coffee shop yeah. guy. And even like, not just Alice and Janie, but the other neighbor. Like, I felt like I just knew exactly who these people were. Yeah. I know that Holofcener... Nicole Holofcener... Spent six years writing the script, basically, oh. while she was waiting for financing to come through. Like, she wrote oh, the wow. script, and she got a producer to help her secure financing but it took such a long time she just kept rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and a lot of the characters feel like slice of life people you know like Mm -hmm. oh i had this interaction or i saw this interaction and yeah this is in here she also says when i started writing the script i was amelia and when i finished i was laura (gasps) oh no That was interesting. Interesting. I mean, I have two. One is just a goofy one, but when Amelia is getting dressed for a date and they're talking about her sexy top and it's like a blouse. It's like this button down. That looks familiar. Well, she's lending it to me. She's got a date. A date? It's not a date. It's the ugly guy. (laughs) Well, if it's the ugly guy, then... Why are you wearing the sexy top? That's such a good point. What? How's this a sexy top? <laughs> it looked nice on her, but it's like this long sleeve button down shirt. Yeah. Like, what? It's sexy for the night. I mean, you saw what else they were wearing. I know. Let's, right. That is like, That's I did just write clothes, like 90s a lot clothes. Of very 90s clothes. Oh. That he did him in abundance. Catherine Keener, she's like power clashing in the beginning with the horizontal striped shirt and like the shorts that are like <laughs> she's so flat cute. or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I love the way she dresses. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She's. I mostly she, didn't mind her clothes. There was a kind of cute way to be in the nineties with that like glassy yeah. white. Oh, I like that. Sort of, like Mexican embroidery style shirt that she has. That's really cute. Yeah. But then like. When she's at the lake house and it's like the dueling baggy denim in the kitchen <laughs> with the overalls. And oh, right. Amelia's wearing like the high rise denim shorts that aren't even cut off. They're like yeah. a full hem down to her knees. I'm just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> no one can pull this off. Those just need to be burned forever. Yeah. If Catherine Keener, because she's wearing like a cute red tank top and then these jeans and I'm just like, no, stop. <laughs> oh my God, I hate that. They jeans. don't fit you. Jeans yeah. are like high <laughs> again and then shirts are so short now it's so <laughs> wild actually like driving lula to middle school and i'm like wow the 90s are so back like wow. every middle schooler is dressing like i dress in middle school <laughs> full-on flares oh, wow. oh, tank tops crop tops flannels back it can be good there's good stuff but high-rise right. baggy no good yeah just baggy jeans in general no good i don't like baggy jeans 
Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Especially not on ladies. You must do what you feel is right, of course, but <laughs> well, hopefully the <laughs> not Jen- my favorite time. The Jenkos won't come back. Those were really baggy. <laughs> what are those? Jenko jeans? You remember those? They were like huge legs. <laughs> kind of familiar. I remember like Z Cavaricci. I was going to say it sounds like Cavaricci's, the, but they weren't like the, jeans. Like right? the belt, one in a V, and there were lots of belt loop. I, it looked so weird. <laughs> oh, I also got to say, even though they were nice fitting khaki pants on Liam Shriver, just no to the khakis. Say yeah, no to like khaki it. pants. <laughs> the top with the white tank top under the button down shirt, that's a timeless classic look. Yeah. But in the same scene, he's wearing khaki pants. So I'm just mm. like, get those off. And then he puts on the black pants. <laughs> Obviously, the phone stuff is also dated too. Okay, sound mean. Hello? He hung up. Good. Let's star 69. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy! You got a rotary phone. Oh god. So, it's so like, specifically dated star 69 on a rotary <laughs> phone. Like Logan came up and we're like, okay, do you even understand anything in this sentence? Like, obscene phone call. Let's star 69 him. You have a rotary phone. Logan's like, I think I know what a rotary phone is. You know? And they're like, like, I know the word phone. Right. Star 69. Star 69 is like such a specific time period, yeah. you know? It was like a new thing, and then it was almost instantly obsolete. It was only like really a couple color years. Came along yeah, right yeah. Yeah, it was like 1996, exactly. Right. <laughs> Star 69, yeah. And then like taking a pile of cash to the phone company. Right, paying phone. a bill oh in person. <laughs> I'm going to go to the phone company, pay my bill. Wait a minute. You're going to pay your phone bill with the money I just gave you? To pay your long distance bill. Right. Because that costs a different amount than your local call. Right. So sometimes you wait till after 10 to call because it's cheaper at night. All of that is like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Or the person calling you or you call the person. Like mid phone call being like, okay, now you need to call me back. (laughs) Oh, I remember doing that. Yeah. Wow. Long distance was so expensive. It was. I'm really glad they stopped. Now, I have a <laughs> question. This isn't a hot problem. I'm okay. just wondering. So, when he gives her the mole in the box and she says, This is the most passive aggressive thing you've ever done. This is your mole. You gave me your fucking mole. I had it removed and biopsied. And uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you believed? So, you gave it to me in a box? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's funny. I thought you'd like it. It's a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's the most passive-aggressive thing you've ever done. Oh, come on. You don't think that's funny? No, I don't think it's funny, Frank. I think it's disgusting. I thought we were here to try and talk. Do you think that that's passive-aggressive? Because I feel like it's very direct. But I was, by then, I was so team Frank anyway. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm looking at it objectively. I was definitely on his side for that. Yeah. And she nagged him about it kind of relentlessly. And then he was like, look, I did the thing you wanted me to do. I don't know. Yeah, and they were out of lunch to discuss getting back together. Right. He already gave her a ring, you know. I don't get what's passive aggressive about that. She just wanted to use yeah, her psychology just like terms. The, right. <laughs> She's like, I just learned that term today. I don't really understand <laughs> it. But my favorite thing about that scene is the extra at the table right next to them. Because they're one of those tiny restaurants where you're basically like up in everyone's business. Mm-hmm. And the extra, she doesn't say anything, but she mouths, 
mole. <laughs> he gave her a mole. <laughs> it's really great. That's funny. There's another funny extra in the video store who like has a whole backstory in his mind of act I love this actor, whoever it is. You can tell that like he knows what's happening. You know, the interaction when <laughs> Amelia comes back in and is trying to be cool but then she kind of right. blows up. I haven't seen you around. Where you been? I haven't rented lately. Um uh, phone number? Five 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 six nine seven two. Thanks. See ya. Rented lately? Are you crazy? I had sex with you two weeks ago, and now you're asking me why I haven't rented lately? I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to say. How about, how about why haven't you called me? How about that? I was busy. Okay. And then there's just another guy at the other register, and he's just kind of like looking over, and he's looking at both of them. And the look on his face is like he's been filled in. He knows exactly oh, yeah, I like that. Because he probably would, yeah. you know? I really just like that whole, like, I was looking at that guy the whole scene. I'm like, no, they're going to talk about this after like, that. Yeah. Right. That's going to be, that's his Sammy moment in Reality Bites. Remember the bar where they, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like Bill was like my favorite character in this movie. Well, no. Well, maybe Amelia. At the time when I watched this a bunch of times in the 90s, Amelia was like life goals. I'm like, that's my exact life I want. <laughs> an apartment in the city. Remember that seemed like so glamorous to live in an apartment? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. But I thought the way he handled that whole thing, I thought he handled that really well. Yeah. No, wait, we'll finish this. Because right, it's not what you think. Oh, no, it's never what I think. I mean, that's what gets me into these messes. Okay, what? What is it? What is it? I'm listening. What's the reason? I know you... I know you think I'm ugly. What? I know you refer to me as the ugly guy, and I don't, I don't need friends who talk about me that way. Okay? That's why I didn't call you. I never... I don't know why you think you that. You got a message on your machine when you were in the bathroom. Some girl was talking about me. That's how I know. What message? I don't know. I erased it. Can I go now? Because he, like, read it correctly, like, that she didn't have any idea. Of course, right. I mean, how would she know? Like, yeah. she would definitely think it was just that he just I do feel her. like he shouldn't have necessarily, like, left her on red all that time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Because they did have fun together. They did, but I mean, then, it, I don't know. Like, imagine if you went out with someone a couple times and you had fun with them and then, like, you heard that's how they talked about you to their friends, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I don't even know her name. Hi, it's me. I guess you're stopped. What is his name, anyway? You always just call him the ugly guy. God, I can't believe you're still out with him. Does this mean he'll give you free video rentals? I don't think he really owes her. She legit does talk about him to her friends in a really disrespectful way. This is how low I've sunk going up with the ugly guy. And it's sad because she definitely did genuinely warm up to him. So it's like unfortunate that it happened the way it did. But, you know, I think like in that situation, I don't think he really owes her anything. I was kind of thinking about that after watching it. I'm like, oh, maybe he just like thought she was really hot. Wanted to kind of fling or whatever, but wasn't wanting to be. Yeah. I don't know, maybe he's just the young dude. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he liked her and then that hurt his feelings when yeah. he found out that she calls him the ugly guy to her friend. I don't feel like you would feel obligated 
did. I felt like it was understandable. And then when he could tell, okay, clearly she thinks, oh, he just like fucked her and ran off. Then he's like, well, it's not what you think. And this is what happened. And I don't want to be around someone who treats me like that. It was interesting. Like he took her to that convention or whatever, or like that <laughs> horror movie thing. And he's taking me to some weirdo convention there was like a scene where all of his like film <laughs> friends are like clamoring yeah. around yeah. Him, i like, really like that hey how you doing it's cute what's up fellas hey. it seemed like she was like you got a like specimen. a trophy date like or a, something right so i guess that's sort of what made me think like well maybe he was using her or something i don't know yeah i didn't think that i think that's like if you ever date like a nerdy comic book guy that's like what it's like it's like, <laughs> how did you do that right? yeah, <laughs> like, that's kinda true. yeah and she wasn't like that into the scene i guess there were implications that they wouldn't have lasted very long between them maybe hmm. they didn't have a lot in common yeah, I mean, I really liked their second date. It was, like, sort of awkward, but also not terrible. And they were sort of, like, warming up to each other, you know? I feel like you could really see that she went from, I don't know, I guess I'll go out with this guy who keeps asking me out to, like, oh, I kind of am having a good time with him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that age is, you're not in college anymore. People are starting to get into serious relationships. and It's just a weird period of life where it's, like, what am I supposed to be doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. I, I've and always like, felt like that my whole life. <laughs> I still feel like it I now. Feel like that too. Yeah, like Amelia's just like, I guess I'll do this. Or I just felt like that was so relatable. Like, I mean, even the title of Walking and Talking, I just think, like, oh, that's exactly what you're trying to get through the day. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you just, yeah. I'm a human walking and talking. <laughs> it's interesting. There's no titular line. It's just. Like, that's kind of the vibe. <laughs> right, yeah. They didn't really do that much back then. Right, that's, I feel like it's sort of like early indie. Not, I mean, there's always been indies, but it's sort of specific. It's almost mm-hmm. like a precursor to Mumblecore, you know, where it's like, yes. here's a movie where, like, not a lot happens. Absolutely. You know? Like, yeah. 100% just wonders on that movie and was like, this is... <laughs> was like, I need to first of all, fuck yes. <laughs> more. <Right. laughs> I do just want to go back to Bill real quick. One of my problems with him was that he was kind of pursuing her and she was really reluctant at first right so i feel like it wasn't fair of him to be like okay i'm gonna win this woman over and then it just he didn't think it all the way through of like maybe she is being won over and she had this thought before and that's why she was saying no and now she said yes you know i mean, I mean it, was, it was very mean and i totally understand why his feelings were hurt but it, there is one point where he stops her mid-sentence when she's like saying like i don't think i want and then he kisses her mm-hmm. but she's about to be like i don't know if i want to make out or not so, right. I don't know. It's, like, not very fair of him to be, like, pursuing her. And then when she is one over, he's like, oh, you didn't like me at first? Well, I don't you. think there's reason for him to think that was just at first. Because it was like they'd gone out more than once. Well, and, that message you know. wasn't meant for him. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, it was... To her about it. it wasn't for everyone. I don't... I honestly don't feel like I would want to no. talk to someone who's like... I know. I really don't think that he owes her that. That's meeting her so much more than halfway. Like, I understand it did happen more like he won her over and she did genuinely like him. But I don't know. If you went out with someone a few times and then you find out that they refer to you in this, like, really insulting way to their friends. I don't think you're obligated to stay stick around for an explanation and hear it out. That's so disrespectful and insulting. I feel like it's exactly what he says. You know, I don't have friends who treat me like that. Yeah. 
That's the thing is like, is that like a sensitive thing to him? Maybe, you know, yeah, like maybe. maybe he's aware of that. I mean, I don't think he's like ugly, ugly, you know, but like, I don't see why, even though it is how that happened, but still, I don't, I don't feel like he was obligated to do that much thinking on someone else's behalf. Like, oh, she refers to me as the ugly guy when she's talking to her friends. But maybe that was just at first, and now she won't because she actually yeah. likes. You know, it's like why? Would, I don't, I don't, I don't, and I don't even think it's really that much better. You know, like yeah, I don't know. I see both sides, I guess, and it's yeah. just. I mean, it's hard too because Amelia is her entry point, so we right. can definitely see how she made that mistake, and it fucking sucks. And I do yeah. really like that there were consequences for her casual cruelty because. Mm-hmm. That was just so prevalent in the culture at that time. It's actually so progressive of him to speak up for himself in that way Mm -hmm. and for her to hear him even and not be like, it was just a joke or whatever. Right. Hey, the video store guy asked me out again. He did? I said no, he's really ugly. Freddie DeSalvo and Andy fucking were ugly. That didn't stop you. Hey, I was 13. I was ugly. You were never ugly. You were hairy. (laughs) Well, I think you should do it. Maybe he's nice. Maybe he isn't, but at least if he's ugly, you'll have the upper hand. I mean, there's no risk. That's sick. You guys pity me. <laughs> like, people were doing that kind of shit until very recently. Humor was so mean Like, so, answering And so, like, ripping apart people's looks, like, yeah. It's just only, like, I feel like in the last five years been not okay to say that. Right. There's a reason he said something mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I don't get it. <laughs> it's nuanced. That's it's delightfully nuanced. Yeah. Movie. In a way that Right. I mean, and I want to be clear, like, I really like her. I really like her character. I feel like, and from his point of view, I thought it was just a bummer. What happened was, you know, that was unfortunate, but she probably shouldn't have just referred to him as the ugly guy. Yeah, I would probably be crushed if I heard that a guy's voice smell yeah i i hope that maybe they could overcome it but yeah i could see how i wouldn't want to and it's not that big a deal like it's not like they were so great mm-hmm. together you know it's like they yeah. went out a couple times and it was nice you know it's like a learning experience for her a little growing experience you yeah know? <laughs> and she has that moment where she's like talking about the ring like oh my god that looks like <laughs> right. an ugly barbie right. joke like... ring or something that's true oh my god what's that <laughs> It's so fake looking. It looks like a Barbie ring, Frank. It's it's uh, it's not fake. Frank gave it to me. Oh, I, I know. I mean, it's one of your jokes, right? From work. That's mm-hmm. we're engaged. Yeah. We're gonna get married. Oh, I'm sorry, Frank. I thought that it was one of your jokes from work. No, no, that, that, it's okay. <laughs> That's right. It's away. like the right. her best friend's engagement right. ring. I feel like we've all had those moments. Like everyone's had those moments. Like I don't right, know, the right. falls of life. Right, ripping stuff apart by default. By default mode is trashing everything. Right, and then having to put your foot in your mouth because of it. Right. Yeah. And for that, there was precedent. Like, that was his thing. Is look at this super ugly piece of jewelry I yeah. made. I really liked that. That was, like, maybe the one time I liked Laura was when he was showing her the ugly ring. And she was like, this lived in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is so ugly. Isn't it? Yeah. This is, this is your most gross. Yeah. Jesus, you designed this. This lived in your mind. Shoot me. <laughs> That was very cute. So, you know, I guess it was there that he's like, I make this really ugly shit that people like. But it was like this totally normal ring, you know? Like when you saw the example of the ugly thing, like it was so big and tacky and weird. And then this was like this normal small ring with a stone and two little stones next to it. Like There's another 
part in the end where Andrew and his dad, who has Alzheimer's, they're at his birthday party and they're like ripping on the aunt's dress. Look at Aunt Cynthia's dress. What do you think she was thinking? Looks like the same dress she wore to your mother's college graduation 40 years ago. That I remember. Is it? Really? It's an old dress. I like the flowers. The flowers are especially nice. And I was like, that dress is cool. Like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> I didn't think the dad was. Like, Leo oh. Schreiber kind of was. Like, what do you think she was thinking? Wearing oh, that yeah. Dress? Yeah, that was, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just, like, the culture that we grew up in is, like, let's rip everything apart. Yeah. Times, yeah. You know? Like, everything is lame. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Great culture you got there. Right. It's so stupid to be sincere about anything. Right. And then I kind of feel like millennials are super sincere about everything. <laughs> right. There's a live, laugh, love, yeah. you know? <laughs> That was a real backlash to that. I did write down dwarf bowling problematic. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go watch dwarf bowling tonight. Dwarfs bowling? No, people bowl with dwarves. Like, they pick them up and use them as bowling balls. It's great. That's sick. <laughs> no, no, no. The dwarves like it. I've seen it before. My girlfriend's really into it. The dwarves like it. Like, oh, that's great. I love how she's <laughs> I'm like... I'm sure they've checked in. Right. <laughs> she's like, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so that's the the woman he went back to. Got back with his old girlfriend. All right. I feel like I've talked Bill through now. <laughs> this is like just a real life hot prop because it's so true to life. Is the vet fat shaming the cat? She's a fat thing, isn't she? <laughs> she should be put on a diet. It's unhealthy for a cat to be that fat. I know, but you know, life is short. She likes to eat. <sighs> I'm gonna take some blood. No, oh, I know that was so relatable. It's like, yes, like my cat's fat. Okay. Yeah. And like, also, I really love Amelia's response of like, life is short. Like, that's so fucking true. Like, a cat doesn't care if they're fat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why should we? <laughs> right. But every vet yeah. is like, your cat is gonna die. It's yeah. Like, every vet. Does it? I really like when she's like, it might be time to put her down, and she like literally put her down. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so, so funny. She's had a happy, happy life. Maybe the best thing would be to put her down. No, I mean down. I mean, I, I, I mean put her to sleep. Know what I meant? <laughs> <laughs> Although I do have one more hot product. Oh, actually, okay. Which is that uh, Laura hates her hair, and I don't understand because Dan hates hair. Right. And also, it was like the hair. Shit, I forgot to get my hair on. What, for your wedding? I'm gonna do your hair. No, I want someone sort of special to do. I mean, I want, I'm sorry, I want somebody to do something with this hair you know how much i hate it yeah. that was like meg ryan hair like that was hot hair oh, yeah she's like i don't know what to do with my perfectly tussled dark root blonde bob i don't know what you call it but it's it was so cute i could not i was like what are you even talking about <laughs> next call i've already started underlining meaningful passages in her copy of mopey dick if you know what i mean Let's see if I remember the context of everything. I know. <laughs> I always think I'm going to remember things. I love the voicemail Amelia leaves. I guess in the beginning, she's talking about, oh my God, this sponge. I love I'm that. Washing dishes <laughs> and I can't stop smelling it. Hi. It's me. Anyone? 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 Are you guys there? Are you screening? Pick up. Oh my god. Oh my 
God, the sponge that I'm washing dishes with is unbelievable. Oh my God, it smells like a hot dog. Disgusting. And I can't stop smelling it. Are you gonna pick up? Okay. All right then. Okay, bye-bye. Are you gonna pick up? <laughs> Oh yeah, screen. You're probably screening your calls right now, which is basically like the default now, like screening. Like no one even does that now. They're just like, I don't answer. Well, my who phone. calls people, right? I, know, I don't even listen to voicemails. Hardly. I know. It's I just, wild. Like, I only do it if the transcript is clearly very wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's not what that said. I wrote, I've already filled your slot, which I do remember what that is. <laughs> yeah. I think this would be a really bad time to stop. Well, Amelia, I'm sorry to say this, but I, I think it's too late. I've already filled your slot. You filled my slot? When she quits therapy and then changes And then wants mind. to come back, yeah. <laughs> I like his legs, look how they walk. <laughs> <laughs> and when she said about obscene phone calls, I love obscene phone calls. It's also like such a funny... Way to say that. Yeah. I didn't think they had them in the country. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, it's me. Are you back? No, I'm in the country. Listen. I'm really scared. I just got two obscene phone calls, and so what? I didn't think they had them in the country. Of course they do. What if he comes here? Ah, oh, come on! He's not gonna do that. Listen, it's only an hour on the train. Please. I like you guys fight. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Frank, did you call the guys that you said you were gonna invite? No. Why not? What do you mean, why not? I mean, why not? Why didn't you do it? Because I did, and I'll do it. Shut up about I'm it. I'm gonna shut up about it. Look at all. You guys fight. Cool. Shut up. Shut up. This is not a line, but towards the end when they're in the lake and she's holding her up, I love that. I love yeah. when, that's a thing I love when people hold me in the water. So I'm like, I love that. Apparently that was just like an early image that a loss of an earth oh. had in her mind to make a movie she kind of wrote. That lived in her mind. It did. I read, I thought for once I could relax. <laughs> Bill not calling. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. Oh, that's very interesting. Why hasn't he called me, Andrew? I mean, Jesus, look at him. I thought for once I could relax. I do remember having feelings like that. Right. <laughs> I, mean, like, I thought I was going out with someone lower on the... But even that is mean. You know, she's mean, like, I thought, true. like, I just assumed that, yeah. That he'd want to call me back. I know. I know. Hey. Oh, I like, you go to your coping with Alzheimer's meetings more times than you actually see your dad. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love the, the guy from The Sopranos who was her client. And, like, he's like, <laughs> I don't it. see devils. He's basically like... Like, I thought I had, I to, thought be... I had to say something crazy to get free therapy. <laughs> I came up with the devils. I thought that guy was really funny. I wrote the exchange about unfarting. I thought so. <laughs> <sighs> I'm farting. I thought so. Yeah. That's just good long-time friend shorthand. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> I liked Amelia's line to Andrew. He's, like, feeling guilty about the porn, and she's like, I don't think it's hurting anyone. More porno? You know, it's an addiction, okay? Do you understand the word addiction? I don't feel good about it. And then Andrew, you... I don't think it's hurting anyone, okay? You don't? No. I mean, I know that, but it's nice of you to say it. Yeah. I just thought that was a good line to throw in there. That's a real progressive for the day. Right. Also, that was funny how they kept saying porno. Like, porno. that's such yeah. a dated oh. term, too. Yeah. Like, it really is. Porno. <laughs> porno. <laughs> That's like a really funny word. Pornography. Porno. <laughs> <laughs> Pornography. <laughs> 
when Todd Field is talking about like, do we have to listen to this vagina music <laughs> yeah. all the way? Do we really have to listen to this vagina music all the way there? Yes. At that time, like Lilith Fair and yeah. like Sarah McLaughlin, I was just like, oh yeah, all that music. It's very 90s. Yeah, I even just call it out being like, oh, it's so weird how everybody we've listened to is a woman. <laughs> Vagina music. Right. right. Like, you wouldn't think anything of mixing. All mixed penis music. music. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just a rock and roll mixtape. Right. I think vagina music is a little bit more specific than just a lady singer. You yeah. know, like if it was like Pat Benatar, he wouldn't say that. Yeah. To me, that kind of conjures up Tori Amos. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a little affair thing. But yeah. It's a little, it is a little but, affair yeah. Right. I'm not like defending him saying yeah. that. <laughs> no, I'm not either. I just, you know, when he said the line, I'm like, oh, that was a memorable line. Right. Yeah. yeah. The line I remember from the trailer was about... I told her I wanted to look like Baby Jane or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Did you really pay for this thing? No, you only pay if they do it at your wedding. Ah! God, what did you tell them you wanted to look like? Like Baby Jane, what do you think I told them? Her hair was really funny. I have never had it happen to me, but I have had friends like show up to a happy hour or something and be like, I went shopping at the mall and they talked me into the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to try on some lipstick. She just kept spraying and curling, spraying, curling, spraying, curling, spraying. And your makeup? No. Look like a drag queen. That's definitely a very specific look. It's like the department makeover. store makeover. Oh my god. It's just a throwaway line, but Leah Schreiber, Andrew, when he sees the cookies at the place and he goes, Hello, cookies. Right. Hello, cookies. Pop a like. How did he know there were cookies in there? Like, it didn't really look like a cookie jar and it was closed. For some reason, we watched that part twice because we had to rewind for some maybe? reason. Maybe he knew that. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I did write down her line, it's only an hour by train. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is not a short trip, but he comes. Did they get back together in the end? I, I think they do, but sort of casually. Just, yeah, I think they just, they just like, start, fooled okay, around, yeah. She's trying not to, like, overthink it, I think. Right. Because he's got issues, too, obviously. I think. Right. Like, he's definitely got sort of commitment issues. <laughs> I could not confirm this at all because you don't really see her face. But I was like, is that Brittany Murphy? The California woman. Oh, yeah. It's like the short know. woman with long red I thought her hair, hair was redder than Brittany Murphy's was. I mean, I could not tell. She was not mm -hmm. a focus ever, but she had a Brittany Murphy vibe. Huh. I could not confirm it anywhere. I don't think it was her. So it probably wasn't. <laughs> Oh, I wrote down when she calls the video store with the fake voice. Oh, that was just uh. Stanley Kubrick films. Yes, do you, do you carry all of Stanley Kubrick's films? You do. And uh, what time do you close, please? Thank you. That was really funny. We were laughing really, really hard at that. I love that too, where it's like you're not getting any information. At, you know, where yeah, like you feel yeah. like, okay, if I so, hear his voice, I'm going to be able to read something into this. It's like, but yeah. you're, you're not, you know. <laughs> totally. She just wanted to like interact with him. Right. Think of another way to do it. Right. Or like when she wanted <laughs> Leah Schreiber to like go look at him. How does he seem? You know, like, right. and yeah, it's what like, what, what are you? You're not going to get any. But it, you know. Something wrong with you. You just peek in and give me some kind of, you know, description. Like, just tell me what it looks like he's feeling. Yeah, like, what is she expecting? It's like pre-cyber stalking. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Right. I can think of ways to update this movie. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, like, I would see, see text messages. You could see a in. text, and mm -hmm. yeah. Texts are very handy, actually, for that. Right. <laughs> with her therapist. Look, if you and I went out, 
We had a nice time. We made love for hours. And then you didn't call me. It would be strange, right? Interesting example you used. You and I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. It was just a little, like, creepy. I know. I know. I did not not like that therapist either. I thought she was better off quitting him. She should go to other therapy, maybe. Not anymore. (laughs) I wrote the exchange. We weren't really fighting. Okay, but I hate whatever it was we were doing. Because I definitely have had relationships like that where it was, like, you couldn't really figure out, you know, what the problem was because you weren't exactly fighting, but you definitely weren't, like, Magic was gone. Yeah. And it is, that's another reason why I feel like this couple does not last. Because it's like, once you get to that point where you're just like bickering over shit. Right. Like, why are you doing that? It's because you resent each other. Yeah. Like her (laughs) sex thing. When it was like, well, we always do the same thing. I got you your dick. Do you think maybe we could change the order of things once in a while? I mean, it's just like, you know, every time we have sex, we kiss and, and, and then you touch my tits and then you... You kiss them, and, and then I touch your dick, and then you touch me, and, um, you know, either one of us goes down on the other one, and then we fuck. You know, it's not, it, it's not like I don't like it or something. It's just, you know, it gets a little predictable, <laughs> you know? You, do, do you know what I mean? You know, you can say, let's mix it up without all that preamble of, you right, know, yeah. like, everything's always the same. She's That's a real true. drag. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's always, I'm so dissatisfied. Right, yes. make me less dissatisfied. Yes. Instead of, let's work together as a couple to improve things. Yeah, I don't think they make it. I love the scene where Amelia and Andrea are in the hammock, and they're talking about things that they liked. She's laughing, and she's like, don't you think we kissed good? (laughs) (laughs) I like the way that you kissed like me. You kissed good. I did? Yeah, don't you think we kissed good? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that. Very charming, endearing. Yeah, I liked a lot in that scene. That was cute. It was nice. Yeah. Kind of fall out of there. I'm like, there is no graceful way to get out of there. Yeah. I was so sad though with Laura upstairs excluded. Not excluded, but she was like having a, a strop, as it were. I wish people talked more. Even though it's mm-hmm. called walking and talking, I wish there was a little bit more talking <laughs> of what the problem is. There's just a lot of confrontational conversation starters. They like turn warm after a while, but they start out confrontational. Mm. Yeah. So we did not know how to talk to each other. <laughs> I don't know if we're any better now, but... Right. <laughs> but it was very, I feel like it was very truthful, reminiscent of the era. Yeah. Oh, and I just read also what Bill says. She's like, are you allergic to cats? And he says, extremely. Do you have a cat? <laughs> yeah, are you allergic? Yeah, extremely. Over there. That's such a bummer, too. Like, that can be such a big deal breaker. Right. Like, if he's extremely allergic to cats. Yeah, well, it's like, good thing that cat's about to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, we might have everything else going for us, but I, like, want to die every time I'm at your house. Right. What else does a suicide need, huh? Now, if you'll excuse me. All right, before we do the lunchtime poll, I just want to read a little account from Nicole Holof Center from the Sundance premiere. Because the trajectory of this film was that it took a long time to get financed, and then they shot it in 25 days, and then it premiered at Sundance. 
Mm-hmm. And she says, the premiere at Sundance was a crazy night. We had just finished it, and it was literally still wet from the lab. <laughs> we had it with us on the plane for a screening that night, but the plane had to turn around because a bird hit the windshield. The what? Oh, so we were grounded, and then there was a bad storm. We chartered a private plane in the storm, which I now consider insane, and yeah. arrived with the print in our hands. Sundance had told the audience that I shot Andy Warhol was going to screen instead. Oh. But then we just made it. And she said, I took so many Valium to survive the plane ride that I was having a panic attack and I was kind of stoned when I got there. <laughs> the screening went really well and the producers negotiated with Harvey Weinstein all night and then we sold the film to Miramax. But then apparently Miramax didn't do anything at all to promote it and was instead promoting Emma uh-huh. starring Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Miramax darling. And she yeah. literally says later, they can only back one women's picture at a time. Right. That's Woo! funny. Was I shot Andy Warhol also 1996? What a crazy I year. think that maybe it was. Look it up. Oh shit, look it up. Because for some reason I was thinking when I read that, like, oh, they just grabbed a movie to replace it with. But Yeah, 1996. <gasps> That's Mary Heron, right? I yes. don't know. Yeah. What a a year. What a year. So this is what's called a lunchtime poll. All right. So tell a tale of a prank phone call. (laughs) I'm going to go first just because mine's going to be a bummer. Oh, no. (laughs) Because the only one I can think of, like, I definitely did not do prank, but my mom was, like, on the phone a lot. Or I was on the internet. So I just wasn't that much on the phone unless I was talking to my best, best friend. But every once in a while, on like a Friday or Saturday night if I was home, some kids from school, mean kids from school would call my house. And I knew if my mom was like, I don't know who it is, it's somebody from class. And they would be like a bunch of giggling girls who ask who I liked or like <laughs> there would be a boy there. They'd be like, do you like Glenn? And I'd be like, no. And then let's say you don't like Glenn. And they'd be like, I don't know, whatever is fine. And they'd be like, you know, and I can hear all the giggling and it was so stupid, Aww. but I don't know. So like I was the recipient of prank phone calls that were like, I don't know what the, anyone was getting out of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my god i could like tell 20 stories right now but i'm just gonna tell two but one of them is real quick was just i lived in tacoma i had like a really chaotic group of friends and there was this woman that i knew like i wasn't really friends with her she was like in this group of friends and her phone number was something 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 six nine six nine so she sort of like regularly got obscene phone calls right she was like a very unhappy person and one time like someone called her and was like obscene talking to her who is this? She just started like talking back to him and met up with him and fucked him. <laughs> oh, wow. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so she yeah. just decided she was into it or did she, she was into it? As a lark she was very unhappily married, mm-hmm. not conventionally attractive. And she was also like, this is the thing, she was like in love with it. So I got, I mm-hmm. totally got into this story last night with Matt because <laughs> she was like in love with this guy, Mr. Black, who I could not stand. So it was like, I think she experienced it as someone giving her attention oh, and she just went with it and Dear <laughs> I know that's why I was a little bit like you don't do that just for the that wouldn't encourage people to think this is gonna work for you you know like 
this is why there's just got to be that one lady that wants to fuck in the trash or something right never give up never get right well yeah you know you're walking down the street does this ever work it only has to work once She's i yes guess Andy. yeah yeah that was yeah, yeah whatever month of or whatever. <laughs> right dumb celebrity was doing that. It's definitely a thing where right. celebrities were doing. Like, it's my month of yes. Month of yes, right. So, but my friend Patty and I, this is like when I still lived in my hometown. We used to have so much fun on the phone. Like, just call people and do weird voices. It's like the thing we like regularly did. Wow. And we had like different voices we would do it, different things we would say. And like one time we prank called Wendy's and they star 69 to us. <laughs> <laughs> I think she had a genuine question. Like, I just want to see if they're still open, but she couldn't be normal on the phone, you know? So she did some weird voice and was like, oh, whatever. And she's like, you're open now, right? And they're like, no, we're closed. Well, why aren't you open? She's like, because it's after 10. She said something like, not according to my watch. Well, you better get it fixed. And then they star 69 us. And this girl was like, who called up here? Said, got the clock fixed. Then we used to call people. And this was the days of pagers, right? So sometimes, sometimes we'd be at her house and our friend Steve would be there and Steve had a pager and we would like sneaky like without him even seeing or they both had pagers I don't know we had so uh, much fun prank calling <laughs> people that wasn't even the story I was gonna tell but I just like I forgot how much fun we used to have like just fucking with people on the phone <laughs> wow. it was really That's fun scary. it was a fun time like a very specific period of time where you could do fun stuff like that I don't know oh gosh, I never take advantage of all the fun stuff you could do <laughs> Well, mine is like, my mom basically, like, she's just kind of was always a little naive, I guess. Like, she would just talk to anybody that called. And, oh, yeah. You know, like, in high school, she told me that she talked to somebody who asked her about all the ways that she uses Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, girl! <laughs> I know. I don't know how long. I want to bring calls, back prank calls. But, uh, this was a great time. I, just, I remember thinking like, oh my god, she had this friend George who was like, he would joke <laughs> around a lot. I remember this guy like always joking around. Like he and my aunt and my mom, like he was visiting my mom and like, I guess like they all went to go see the bridges of Madison County (laughs) together. And like later that night, George called my mom and my grandmother and aunt were at my mom's house, our house. And like George called my grandmother and said like, oh yeah, I found out. My grandmother did like modeling for just like local like doctor's office and whatever, like in Gainesville. But like. Like, he's like, I'm in town to take some pictures. <laughs> and I found your name, and I, like, would love to take some pictures. I don't know. It went on, like, I don't know. He was just doing, like, <laughs> Maybe this is a bad story. No, no. I love but, it. But, like, he was like, yeah, we can get some wine and some crackers. And my grandmother was totally going for it. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't know. It didn't go very far after that. <laughs> I guess we forgot to say that the reason we're doing this lunchtime call is because in the movie there's a prank caller. Obscene phone call. I think um, there's a difference between prank calls and obscene phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think the Vaseline survey was probably obscene. Probably, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
I do things. <laughs> she wasn't, I wonder if she was giving I don't anything think, like what he was going I for. I don't think that was legit market research. Yeah, I don't think so either. She was kind of naive in that way. Yeah. I think it did take a long time for that generation to like stop wanting to pick up the phone all the time. Right. Like, it must be important. Someone is the When it. the phone, right. when I, growing up with five kids, like when the phone rang, it's like we raced to be the ones yeah. to answer. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have, like, a way you answered it? Mm, probably, but I don't remember. Oh, I think I just said hello. How oh, very. I think that's, right. that's talking about walking and talking. That's walking yeah, and talking. We did, we did a lot. We should do more in 96, maybe. I guess. I know. If you enjoyed this episode of Paid in Puke, please take a minute to rate us highly on your preferred podcast listening apparatus. If you did not enjoy this episode, no further action is necessary. Paid in Puke is hosted by Annie Malone, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. Music by Silent Partner. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod, on Instagram at Paid in Puke Seattle, and on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up.